Brian's house has been here, has been a Dallas fixture for three decades and uh, started really when, when kids were getting AIDS and they made a pivot. The CEO is Abigail Erickson Torres, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm lucky to be able to have this chance to talk to you. Yeah, I well, I'm and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know, on the on the on the one level, you're a business like any other business, and you've got to have money coming in so you can turn around and and do the good works. Did you benefit in 2020 like that? Was it a good year for you? Um, Brian's house. I think once I, about six years ago when I came on board, Brian's house um, really was pivoting, and so it took us a little while to figure out, um, you know, what our new branding would be and who we were and the population that was really not being served in relation to our mission, which was um, young children and uh, children up to the age of 21 with special needs. And so we were hitting, we were just hitting our peak of getting back in the community and people knowing about our pivot and what we were doing. So we saw a steady uprise of those last few years. But I would say looking back in last year, you know, thanks to um, North Texas Cares and a few other initiatives that were in the community, people really had a bit more um, money in their pockets. I guess they weren't traveling or whatever that meant. And some people, you know, it just depends on, you know, if you're charitable in the first place. We saw um, that people really rallied around our mission because we were really serving the most at-risk children with special needs here in the city that were really um, impacted by COVID. So I think a lot of people across the country gave to more grassroots charities than they ever have, especially those working with those that are pov impoverished or have housing challenges or, you know, lost their jobs from COVID. So right. that's where a lot of the funding went. We really did a lot of um of emergency funding assistance for folks, and we found that people were very generous. Yes. So, how do you how do you fundraise in general? Do you, do you have big fundraisers, or do you have individual sponsors? Um, well, we have a we have a, a kind of a across the board way of fundraising. Brian's House is um, what we call a a mid level um, nonprofit. It's it's local, so all the funding comes to Dallas, the children in, impacted by Dallas and eight surrounding counties, and so we divide it up into corporations foundations, individual gifts, uh, as well as planned gifts. Some people, you know, we did actually have a benefactor who passed away from COVID, um, which was very helpful to us um, throughout our, um, throughout last year. But, um, you know, we have one team member who's amazing, Cindy Ryan, she's our director of advancement and myself as a season 20 plus fundraiser in Dallas. Um, plus we have an amazing development committee and board members who really love what we do. So a lot of our funding, it's kind of comes from different pockets and we have a luncheon every year, but unfortunately our 2019 luncheon got uh, got pushed to 2020 and then it got pushed to 21. Oh. So our luncheon is actually happening in September. These, and it's you know, these, pe these people are going to be very hungry by then. I know, right? Well, at least they can come back in person and eat something. Otherwise, you know, I just think it's, you know, we really we were really lucky because the people that had sponsored our luncheon for 2020 said, you know what, why do you keep that money and we'll just do it again next year, which was fantastic because that helped us to serve 82 families uh, for a whole year that had been impacted by COVID. So we were, we're fundraising again for that and we have a great luncheon committee, but the ticket sales are about $150 and that um, we're doing a panel this year. Um, we have people like here in Shukla from Ernst & Young who was just on 60 Minutes, actually, um, talking about how employers should employ a more diverse group of folks, including those with disabilities. And so we feel um, that, you know, Brian's House is naturally positioned well 
to serve those very intervene early with those very young children, infants, in fact, coming up through 21 to really give them a great pathway to inclusion, um, to be um, able to access the technology and the therapies in, in the classroom is, is yeah. been really phenomenal. Well, is, so that what the, to... is, is that what this beyond breaking barriers is the, the, your initiative that, that you have now, or is that new? Um, we, we just launched um, this week. It's called beyond breaking barriers. And it was born out of an idea I had when I was at the, uh, on the DCEO. Um, uh, they had a women's symposium last year. We were talking about connection and how we connect with each other. And, you know, during COVID, a lot of people were isolated in their own homes or whatnot. So being a part of that um, symposium was fantastic. And I met some great women there. And I thought maybe our clients who have been struggling they're not no longer that the, the children um, are being supported through our programs but the mothers or the mothers need more care beyond just the barriers of getting a job or you know getting back a house or getting their legal uh, or financial situations in order they need something that nourishes their soul and so um we formed this group of 10 women who are ceos actually some, some are ceos and some are very good business professionals around the city that have a child with special needs like me and we are going to mentor 10 clients for two years and really work with them um at a more uh, deeper level for themselves like okay I've, I've got my family situated but what about me now where am i going to go what what do, what does my dreams and my hopes be so that could be either camaraderie of other women or in getting someone who has who has those resources or has the the the, the wherewithal to pick up the phone and say are oh, you looking for a specific job or you need it you know you need it to learn more about how to finesse a, a better job or to access um you know money that's available to get a home you know like a home loan or things like that these women are going to mentor these men for for two years and i will say they're very resilient women and um we couldn't do without the wonderful support of um of uh texas women's foundation right. the um the uh the, the Latina uh, Circle, uh, the H100 Fund, um, Viadora Wealth and Philanthropic Management, uh, as well as um, Belinda Rodriguez, who is leading the charge, and she's a retired AT&T executive. So we're launching that, and we have an amazing website. So, Well, that's great. So is, this is unique unique to the area, but is there is there something like Brian's House in other areas? That's a really good question, David. Um, we're the only nonprofit uh, in the whole of North Texas that is has a specific model that we utilize. We have an on-site program and an off-site program. The on-site program is more like a small country hospital inside a classroom. So the children that come to us have really complex special needs. So they cannot be in a regular child development center. So where are they going to go, especially if mom or dad um, has a job and they have other siblings that can go to school but where does this child go so we serve um, those children with really complex needs so for example in the classroom you may see a child getting a feeding uh, through a g-tube which is in their tummy or they're getting a breathing treatment or they have seizures throughout the day which we know to give them medications so it's it's really complex and we have in fact in the last five years we've served children with very rare diseases that in fact eight of them in the world there's only a few children in the world that have these diseases and we're able to bring them in and give them a stable home to get them out of poverty so a, it's a real honor everyone everyone is different so you cannot you it's hard to carry over from one case to the other 
because they each have different needs. That's, that's right. So that's a our remarkable staff is really charge. highly trained, and we have a great clinical manager and therapy manager. And the children can leave the classroom during the day and go to their therapies. Yeah. So you can imagine for a child that's at risk, whose parents make less than twenty three thousand a year, not from their own fault, but just because they may have lost their home because they spent so much time in the hospital and they lost their job. You know, it, it's it's crippling if you if you if you even if you do get have private health insurance to pay those hundreds of thousands of dollars of bills. So people lose their homes and they're living in their cars. And so we have many, many cases of that. We have many cases of women that have been abandoned or abused that we're taking in their families. And so I just feel very blessed that we can provide this model. But it's the education piece too that we do and the partnerships that we have in the city, David. You know, we, we partner with UT Dallas for our therapy programs. We are a, um, a nursing, uh, we have three nursing schools that come in and do practicums with us. We have DISD partner classes. It's really cool. You are, you're, you're a great asset to the community and have been for over three decades. Uh, Abigail Erickson Torres is the CEO of Brian's House. Good to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you, David. Have a great day. And for more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.